1: Today, we look ahead to one of the most major milestones of our lives when we graduate into retirement. Now, here's our valedictorian and certified financial planner practitioner, Eric Brotman, your host of Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. Get ready for inspiration and actionable advice to guide you towards a seamless transition into a dignified retirement where you get to make your dreams a reality. Welcome to Don't Retire,
0: Graduate. This is Eric Brotman, your host, and today we are interviewing a, a fascinating gentleman named Art Koff, uh, who is a graduate of Dartmouth College, uh, a, a completed graduate work at University of Chicago, uh, and is really creating a, a Uh, transformational retirement for folks, um, and I think you're going to find him a very engaging guest. So, Art, welcome to the show. Oh, you bet. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You have been involved with conversation on retirement for many, many years. Can you share uh, a little bit about your history and how you got uh, so passionate about this? I I, I think you're one of the most active, quote-unquote, retirees uh, I've ever encountered. So, can you share your story and where you get your energy and inspiration from?
2: Sure. Uh well I was in advertising for 40 years and when I retired from advertising I did not wish to stay at home uh or play golf or, or or cards or travel. I wanted to stay active. Um I can't imagine uh getting up in the morning and not having an office to go to. I'm currently 84 and I have been uh coming into the office every day uh, almost without exception. Uh, you know, for the last 50 years. So, uh, basically, I was looking around for something to do, and I thought perhaps the best thing I could do was to uh, share areas that uh, I found... Uh, were helpful to me with uh, other retirees, as well as uh, work with uh, corporations who are trying to uh, influence and market to uh, older Americans and give them input on how they could best do so. Because
0: frankly, older Americans do not uh, react the same way that the younger counterparts do. There's uh, in our in our clientele, we represent multi-generational families all over the U.S. Uh, and our typical client shows up somewhere between 45 and 65 years old, and one of their concerns is their parents who are getting older and they're in their 80s or even 90s, and uh, they're trying to figure out not only the financial aspect but the social aspect of being older. Um, you know, my father's 80 years old and he's bored. Um, and I, I, I can't imagine a situation where you want to work and want to do something but you're struggling to find things to do. And I know you've You've created a, a cottage uh, re- set of resources that are things that that folks who are seniors and who have stopped their their punching the clock um, in their first career anyway. Um, you found lots of things for them do to not only stay engaged but to continue to make money.
2: Yes, I actually, uh, I have kind of put the word out and asked everybody that I contact with for suggestions as to what they've been doing that's been successful, and uh, I've kind of uh, put all those together, and then I refeed those out to uh, people who are looking for things to do so they wouldn't be bored, uh, and I have uh, all kinds of information that might be of value to your listeners, which I'm happy to share.
0: I'd love that I know you've put some ebooks out uh, that are available online. I would love to hear more about uh, each one of them so that our folks can uh, can listen to them uh, or read them and can think about sharing them maybe with their own parents as well. Um, can you talk about some of the some of the books you've published?
2: Well, one of the things is starting your own business. Um, Many retirees are interested in starting small businesses, but I found out almost without exception, uh, they don't want to dip into their retirement savings to do so. Uh, They're happy to spend the time, but they just aren't going to invest the money. So um, I put the word out and asked everybody who had started a small business to contact me and tell me what they were doing. And I've been sharing that and I can uh, share a number of those uh, with your listeners
0: if if this is a good time to do so. It's a great time. I'd love to hear more about them. and And I know our listeners would enjoy that as well.
2: Well, I'm, I'll am provide these uh, so that they, each uh, uh, person can say, "Gee, I could do that," uh, and and perhaps uh, uh, many of them will will take one of these suggestions. But for example, uh, Frankie Localo wrote to me. He said he loved dogs and he's looking for a new business uh, uh, where he could uh, couple his love uh, and make some money at the same time. So he started uh, a company called puppy love, to provide puppies at children's birthday parties so kids could play with puppies as part of the fun. And uh, her business has expanded, I and mean, his business has expanded uh, beyond just children's parties to include adult events and videotaping uh, of the interaction for later viewing. And uh, he now has a staff who set up the puppy petting area and teach and supervise puppy petting and uh, to tell you the truth as a side uh, uh, business uh, which is a volunteer uh, his wife brings puppies into the hospital for older people to interact with uh, and th- that works out very well then there's a gal by the name of Kelly Bledsoe who started her own concierge business she runs errands for her clients including buying groceries and shopping for gifts and arranging parties uh, making uh, vacation plans uh, seeing their pets are taken care of uh, while her clients are on vacation. Uh, she started doing this for friends and, and she w- when she was in between jobs and has turned this into a full-time job. Uh, she told me that she has even hired reliable people to help her during the holidays uh, uh, as this is the busiest season. Uh, Doreen McManus collects used goods that others throw out and makes small purchases at yard sales and sells them on Craigslist uh, she regularly checks the alleys and the fronts of people's homes and garages on collection day, and she's found that baby items, bunk beds, video games, and electronics uh, uh, sell well. She said it's amazing what people discard that has value, uh, and anyone who's who's not afraid of getting into other people's junk can do it. And she went on to say, after a while, you learn what will sell and what will not. Um, perhaps the most unusual and one of the most successful was a guy by the name of Maury Kravitz uh, who uh, is in suburban Cleveland, and he wrote to tell me he was always a good organizer and uh, thought, why can't I put this still to good use? Uh, His uh, wife had been bugging him to clean out the garage for for years, and so he not only cleaned out the garage, when he organized it, uh, he uh, put in shelving and he put in hooks and, and uh, did uh, a number of improvements to the garage, not improvements that required getting a permit, uh, but uh, made a substantial difference in the garage itself. And his neighbor uh, saw him do that and said, uh, gee, Maury, could, uh, could you do that for me when you get finished and what would you charge me? And so he did his neighbor's. And uh, uh, he, he began to work locally, and now he has a crew of five people that do nothing but clean out and organize
0: and make repairs to garages. Uh, I can give a couple more if we have time. These are so- fascinating, and, and I, I do think there's a great uh, range here. Some of them are, are organizational. Some of them are, um, uh, some of them are very interesting. And, and so share a few more. These are great tell me when to stop because I could go on all morning um, Millie Cone <laughs> had uh, many friends that
2: were downsizing from homes they had lived in for years or uh, for large condos they owned in, uh, in, when they bought smaller condos or, or moved into apartments and although the the movers could handle the actual moving, there was still a great deal of organizing and planning that needed to be done, as well as work in getting things where they belong in the new and smaller living space. So she started out helping friends accomplish this and now runs a good-sized senior relocation and organization firm and gets paid pretty well for it. Uh, Mary Frances Milligan told me she always loved to cook and now that her five kids are out of the house, she put her cooking skills to use by helping busy friends and neighbors plan, pick up, and cook the food they serve at parties. This led to her being asked to do so for others she didn't know, and she charges for her time and works within the budget her customers provide. Uh, she told me that she has handled a party as big as 50, but had to hire some help to, to help serve and clean up. And she's even put together some meals for special occasions for a couple who just wanted to celebrate in their own home. Uh, Katie Walters always considered herself a great shopper. She knew just where to find bargains as well as uh, special gifts that no one else thought of. Now she uses this ability to help, help others. She works with both men and women who are either too busy to shop for gifts for, or, or, or things they need for their home or just don't like shopping. And she receives a percentage of the total cost of what she buys. But it's had a, a minimum charge for her time, she also returns and exchanges things for her customers, but cautions that she does not provide this service by itself because she found that once she started doing that, she told me that everybody wanted to uh, have her, have a return stuff they didn 't want uh, because most people don 't like to do that
0: <laughs> all right let me let me uh, transition a little bit because all of these ideas are entrepreneurial. Uh, and require um, someone to, to have the initiative to, to do something on their own. What about those folks who maybe are uh, 10 or 15 years past the traditional retirement age, whoever came up with that? Um, what about the ones who necessarily aren't entrepreneurial and would rather find a way to work uh, in an organization uh, or for someone else? Is that, a, is that something you see as much?
2: Yes, a great deal of it. But let me comment first that most of these people or many of these people that I was talking about started working with friends. So they didn't really start out uh, um, entrepreneurial per se. Uh, It was much easier to do these things for people that they knew, and then they expanded it. Uh, But uh, many retirees are working from home to earn extra income, uh, and I can provide examples of the kind of work that that they're doing. First of all, it's important to understand that the kinds of money that can be earned working from home or out of one's home uh, varies enormously, and some retirees make a pretty good living doing it. However, most make just enough to supplement their Social Security benefit and other retirement income from investments and savings. So I don't want people to feel that these are ways to, uh, to make big money. Uh, But I'll just give you a bunch of things that that have been successful. Some people become tutors. Uh, Some people become virtual agents. Uh, Many people become caregivers. Uh, People do direct selling. Uh, Direct selling, for example, for companies like Mary Kay or the Pampered Chef or Amway or Avon. Those are examples of of known uh, entities, but there are literally hundreds of others. Uh, some people freelance, and there are many freelance sites, uh, uh, and when you freelance, you can work on your own uh, for the many companies that employ, that employ freelancers, like guru.com, if somebody wants to make a note, or Upwork, U-P-W-O-R-K.com, or elance.com, E-L-A-N-C-E, uh, or taskrabbit.com, uh, so there are all kinds of sites that you can go to where you can get freelance assignments if you're not going to do them on their own. There are some people that do medical transcription if they used to be in in that field. Uh, many many people sell online v- via eBay or Craigslist or Amazon, where uh, and sometimes they start up by selling things that they. Uh, had uh, themselves in their own home, and then uh, ended up uh, buying things to sell and making money that way. Um, some people do uh, telemarketing, uh, for example, soliciting donations or per- persuading people to to try a, a, a product or a service. Um, there are people that book or uh, or confirm appointments or or actually do debt. collection. Uh, People who have language skills can translate online. Uh, People can write or edit. There are also a number of sites that provide you the opportunity to do that, like myessays.com or editfast.com or contentjack.com, or people become a freelancer and work directly for entities that need freelancers. Uh, there's a there's a site Conta, C O N T E N A Scout that helps writers research freelance jobs. So if you uh, are a writer or have written or even if you feel you can do writing, those are some examples. But there are literally thousands of ways to earn extra money. I would urge people to go to to Google. Uh, or search any use any search engine to check them out. Uh, there are many scams though in this area, so you need to be exceedingly cautious. Uh, do not send money up front unless it 's a known brand and check with your local better business bureau to be uh, safe that
0: you don't end up um, getting scammed that 's really good advice. Um, uh, you know we, we see a lot of predatory Uh, situations. And uh, it it is important to make sure you're dealing with a reputable business if you're going to work with somebody. So um, now you've put together essentially a a reference guide for all of this because I I know we're only scratching the surface. Tell tell us about uh, the Invent Your Retirement Resources for the Good Life.
2: Well, what I'm trying to do is to make people aware of uh, things that they that they had no clue about, and and if I may, the 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 one area that uh, people pre-retirement have no clue about is the cost of health care after they are Medicare eligible. Uh, uh, the main reason uh, that retirees need additional income. Uh, or they can't live the lifestyle they had hoped to live uh, during their retirement years is that very few have planned for this huge amount of money they must spend out of pocket on health care even after uh, they're medical, uh, me- Medicare eligible uh, uh, after 65. A survey that I conducted indicated that the average American family thought their, their total cost of health care after they were Medicare eligible would only be about $25,000. That's their total cost of health care out of pocket. Now I went to uh, a number of resources to make sure that I had good information here, so I'm going to quote them. According to Fidelity Investment, a couple who both reached 65 this year, 2019, and were Medicare eligible, would spend out of pocket an average of $285,000 during the combined reminder, remainder of their lifetime. Now, again, I've got to compare that to the $25,000 average that people thought it would cost to more than 10 times that amount. Nobody seems to have a clue, and this information is not generally uh, available, nor is it published. Now, this $285,000 represents uh, Medicare insurance, which is uh, deducted from... Uh, your social, social security check, uh, the supplemental insurance payments that most people have to take out uh, for things that Medicare doesn't cover, and then anything not covered by either, which includes the pre- prescription drug copayments, uh, drugs not covered, and over-the-counter medication. It does not include those who need home health care or nursing home care. So I then went to the Employee Benefits Research Institute and found out that a 65-year-old couple would need an average of nearly $400,000 to meet lifetime expenses in worst-case scenario. That's the scenarios that involve home health care or nursing nursing home care. So these big-dollar estimates uh, are, are a little bit misleading because you won't need all this money at once. Uh, This is the money you're going to need for the rest of your combined lifetimes, yours and your spouse's. Uh, So uh, it's extremely important to be aware of that. Uh, In addition to the high cost of healthcare, uh, a main reason that these costs are so high uh, is that people are living longer. Uh, The key here is, American women, have a lifetime expectancy of about 81.2 years, and American men have a lifetime expectancy of 76.4 years. But these figures are for children born this year. If a couple has already reached the age of 65 this year, 2019, according to Vanguard Research, there's a 45% chance that one of you will live to age 90. And there's even an 18% chance that one of you will live to 95. So the health care costs can end up having to be paid over a period of 25 years. So those huge numbers of $285,000 or $400,000 are not monies that you need to have in the bank because you don't need them right away. But over the period of time that you are going to live after you become 65, uh, they they add up, if that makes sense
0: to you. Well, it makes perfect sense to me. So two of the things that we talk about a lot on this show uh, and with our clientele, uh, one of them is long-term care and long-term care insurance and whether that's a good thing. Um, it, it's an industry that's that's really uh, reinventing itself and, and quite frankly has done a pretty poor job of pricing and of creating products that are uh, affordable. Um, most families cannot afford to get long-term care insurance and those who can often are the very ones who uh, may not need it in the first place because they have some resources so I'm a proponent of the strategy I just don't love a lot of the products that exist today Um, and the other is HSA accounts which of course are a relatively new phenomenon but for young people for Millennials for Xers for boomers HSA accounts are basically a tax panacea and a place where you can put money tax deductibly, grow it for the rest of your life and then use it to cover those big costs that that you just described and $280,000 in medical care is staggering. Um, I saw a statistic, which I, I, I wish I could quote the source because you've been so careful with that, but I saw a statistic, we'll call it an anecdote, um, that, six, that the, the, in the last six months of our lives, we spend close to half what we spend in, over our lifetimes in medical care. So in other words, if, if over our lifetimes, we each spend $800,000 a year on some kind of care, half of it is in the last six months of life. So the idea that yes, you can put guess, money away and grow it, that's great. Well, I, I can certainly
2: agree with that. My, my mother passed away at 96, and the last couple of years, the amount of money that was spent uh, on keeping her alive, even though she was quite lucid and, and, uh, and physically uh, in, in fairly good shape, was huge. Also, I'd like to mention, uh, I, I, many years ago, uh, took out a long-term care insurance policy, and uh, I found what many people find is that number one, the company that I took it out with uh, ended up going out of business. Uh, the 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 insurance was transferred to another larger company, and the uh, premiums have gone up substantially since the time that I took out the the policy. That isn't to say I I don't suggest people take out long-term care. On the other hand, I would urge you, uh, uh, if you're considering to do that, that you would uh, check with uh, one of your insurance uh, specialists. Hopefully you have somebody who represents you in buying all kinds of insurance and get their inputs. It's always better to get it from an expert uh, who can, who knows your, uh, your needs uh, both uh, physically and, and financially and can make a, a decent recommendation. Well,
0: I certainly agree with you on that. And there are, there are products that allow for a guaranteed premium that can increase but they're wildly expensive i mean you've almost based you've almost baked in a lifetime worth of premium increases day one in order to do that um it's long-term care is a very difficult subject to broach with folks no one wants to see themselves in that situation needing that kind of care we all we all think we're invincible until we're not don't you think
2: Absolutely, but I can tell you the best way to save money on long-term care is to is, is, is the main reason that anybody buys any kind of insurance is to insure themselves against the loss. And so if you buy a long-term care policy that doesn't kick in uh, immediately, which the longer that, that the policy uh, is, is set up, uh, the more days the more months before it kicks in, uh, the the less expensive it is. Because many people who need long-term care, if it's not gonna kick in for 90 days or 120 days, they may pass before it kicks in. So that means actuarially that the companies don't have to pay out as much money. So if you're buying it for uh, uh, protection, uh, uh, I would urge you to consider buying a policy that doesn't kick in for quite some time after you have the need, because you can pay that money out of pocket for a few months, uh, uh, it's trying to pay that money out of pocket for, for a few years, it becomes a major problem and might uh, completely uh, dent uh, the, your savings for your spouse or, or family.
0: That is uh, very sound advice, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, let's let's shift back uh, briefly because we're my goodness, we're we're almost out of time, and I, I want to make sure we talk a little more about um, where folks can reach you and where they can read about some of the some of the things that you've published not only uh, not only about uh, retirement readiness and about various resources, but just about even having a resume for for someone eighty years old. Um what what can you what can you share with us in terms of how to reach you and how to and how to get this information?
2: Well, uh, I actually will be happy to provide my own personal uh, business email. Uh, uh, if people want to contact me directly. Uh, if they have specific questions, I'm happy to try to answer them. Uh, i uh, I'm not in a position to consult close quotes. Uh, with uh, uh, your audience, but if somebody has a direct question, uh, I would be happy to to answer them. Uh, and my my email is uh, uh, Artkoff A R T K O F F at R C N. That's R for Red, C for Charles, and for Nelly dot com. And if you email me and reference the show and have a specific question to answer to, that I can answer, I will be happy to try to do so once again. Uh, I will not be able to uh, to be able to uh, consult with you on lifestyle and 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 the like. I just don 't have the the time and the opportunity to do so. I do not charge for my services; I try to provide uh, information uh, that would be helpful. Uh, and I can only tell you the same thing is that you appreciate what I'm doing for you, uh, pay it, play it forward, and do the same thing for others.
0: Uh, Art, that's great. I need to get my dad in touch with you uh, pronto. I will try. Um, so we're at that point in our show where we need to get uh, that extra credit assignment, that one takeaway that our listeners can use. And you've given us a dozen two dozen so if you had to to distill it down to one actionable what would that extra credit assignment be for for our listeners what was that one thing they should do as a result of spending a half hour with us this morning
2: well I I would give them the advice that I've taken myself Um, it's in in my opinion uh, incredibly important to continue to be active mentally as well as physically uh, you can audit courses. Uh, there are many places that uh, that offer the ability to to go back to school. Sometimes you can do it at no charge. Uh, uh, consider taking uh, some kind of a of, of a job uh, along the lines of of what I just said, or or start a small business, and make sure that you continue to. Uh, exercise and 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 be physically active um, physical activity uh, or lack of it uh, has a tendency to affect your mental uh, abilities and so uh, you need to do both I suppose I should close by saying the the most uh, the biggest disaster for older people is breaking a hip people who fall end up with a quality of life that uh, really... If you don't mind my saying so, sucks. And they also don't necessarily live that much longer. So I urge you to be extremely careful. I have been using a cane for a number of years. Uh, I started using a cane before I really definitely needed to use a cane, but it has kept me a number of times from falling. So uh, don't hesitate to use a cane. Just because you're using a cane doesn't mean you're old and frail. It means you're smart enough to protect yourself from falls.
0: All right. Thank you so much for joining us on our show. You've been a, a wonderful guest, uh, and I, I hope we'll get a chance to share your resources with our audience. We'll put some of this information in the show notes uh, when we, when we uh, drop the show live. Uh, And so for for all of our listeners, uh, we have only one show left uh, in our first season, our freshman year, uh, and that'll be in two weeks. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Thank you for tuning in for the full season. It's been terrific. Uh, And just as a reminder, for more information and more episodes, you can go to DontRetireGraduate.com, or you can check out our website at BFGFA.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, don't retire, graduate.
1: From this day forward, let us make each decision with our best interests in mind. Let us begin visualizing our dreams and reaching our goals. It's time to take the next steps in our life journey and build our futures. Today, I implore you, don't retire, graduate. Visit our website, DontRetireGraduate.com to download episodes and connect with us on social media securities offered through kestra investment services llc kestra is member finra sipc investment advisory services offered through kestra advisory services llc kestra as an affiliate of kestra is kestra is or kestra as are not affiliated with brotman financial or any other entity discussed welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit fuel your purpose and connect us all